gentlemen, welcome to episode 56 of He Book, She Book. He's Mike. She's Becca. And we are back with another crazy week of wrestling. We have the AEW shows after a very awesome pay-per-view. And we are on the road to WrestleMania. We did have a full episode last week dedicated to just the AEW pay-per-view revolution. If you haven't heard it yet, please go back and check it out. But it's WrestleMania time. Yeah, it's 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 the season. It yeah. is WrestleMania season. Things are, I mean, heating up might not be the right word, but things are filling up yes, for sure. Filling up is a better word. The WrestleMania card is filling up. A lot of things keep getting announced every week. Some we're excited for. Some WWE only wishes we were excited for. <laughs> Ain't that uh, the truth? But we'll get more into that because we're gonna start off. The same way we were all week last week, and that is with AEW. We're going to get to all the WrestleMania adventure later on, but we got to start with Chris Jericho starting another faction in AEW. This man, like, when we talked about Revolution, we talked about how he walked away from Eddie Kingston when Eddie Kingston deserved to, or asked for a handshake. So Jericho comes out, like, mad at himself for not shaking Eddie's hand and saying that Eddie deserves his respect and has his respect and he wants to apologize face to face and shake his hand and like eddie should have known this was a trap yeah eddie should have known better for sure you know and i i hate to victim blame here but (laughs) he really should have like if you thought that eddie deserved your respect and has your respect you would have shaken his hand right away of course, yeah. It makes no sense for like for somebody to disrespect someone one night and then just a few nights later be like, you know what? Yeah, I was wrong. That's not Chris Jericho's style. No, no, it, not at all. And and Eddie did make a point to say, you know, Chris Jericho is still the man. You're still number one. Like it doesn't matter that Eddie Kingston beat him. He's still number one. And Jericho knows that. And Jericho very easily was just like. Inner Circle imploded. I'm going to have other guys come out and beat the shit out of Inner Circle. And I have the Inner Circle 2.0. Like, I don't... What are they called? Well, it's it's, it's literally 2.0 come out with Daniel Garcia. Mm-hmm. And they kind of pretend to beat up Jericho, but it's all just a ruse. Right. It's They are with Chris Jericho. They beat up Eddie Kingston. You had Santana and Ortiz come out to try and help. But, like, they get beat up too. So, literally... Chris Jericho has another faction because Jake Hager also comes out and was like, oh, what's going on? Yeah, but he like, was like, where do I go? Also with a Jericho, ruse. Yeah. of course. He continues to be with Jericho. So it's Jericho, Hager, 2.0, and Daniel Garcia. And, like, we basically have inner circle again. We were just laughing. We're like, what is this, the outer circle? Like, what are what are we calling them? What are we calling them? I don't think they even announced it yet. No, it's something like like supporters of Jericho. or Hate like it. It, Yeah, it's something just – it's literally just another – faction for chris jericho to be the front man of and it it, it sucks because daniel garcia posted it was uh, i think he tweeted like you guys wanted me to team up with like the best wrestler in the world because everybody was hoping for danielson and moxley to pick him up right and instead he goes with chris jericho and he's like i did yeah i did go with the best wrestler in the world it's just like i mean it, i don't care about 2.0 straight up of course i don't think a lot of people do daniel garcia is very fun uh, just a very good wrestler, and I feel like he's just going to be the Sammy Guevara of this group, where, like, the hope yeah. is he breaks out and can be on his own. 
2.0, who knows what happens with them. And Hager is just like, just still the bodyguard. Yeah, Hager is just still here. Uh, I don't know. Like, I, and I'm, I'm known for saying that I do like factions, but there are just some factions where I'm like, I was over the inner circle. We could have taken a break before starting a new Jericho yeah, like, this faction. This is just a faction for the sake of a faction. Right. Like, like Jericho just needs to be surrounded by others. And like, I don't. Like he, because he really didn't elevate anyone in the inner circle. Like I don't right. feel like Sammy Guevara is in a better say spot. Maybe Sammy, but you don't like Sammy, so you're never going to say that he he grew in that process. <laughs> you know, like I don't like I don't think being in the inner circle made Sammy Guevara better or like more prominent than he already was. Like he was already considered one of the four pillars, and like, he, he still is did, that. I would say he did get kind of like Santi, Santi, Santana and Ortiz. Like they're a decent tag team now, so like maybe he did, maybe he did help elevate people, but it not enough to where like them imploding and him immediately starting a new faction is the answer. So I mean, we'll see. I hope they don't keep the name of supporters of Jericho. I I feel like it needs to be a better name than that. Yeah, it was just it was super corny. Like it it's. I don't know, man. I just, I feel like Jericho would have been better suited just kind of doing his own thing. Right. Um, and, I mean, it's, it's whatever. Yeah, it's, it's the, I'm sorry, it's the Jericho Appreciation Society, which is just so Oh my God, I hate so that. Corny. I hate that yeah. more than the supportive, supporters of Jericho. Like, it's just, I mean, it's literally just putting yourself as the front man and in the name. Yes. It's like, you might as well just be the Chris Jericho experience. The, honestly, that would be better. So, I don't know. We'll see where that goes. But then, Hangman, who... Went against Adam Page, ended up, Adam or, so, sorry, Hangman Adam Page went against Adam Cole. Hangman ends up being the better Adam. We know this from Revolution. But this week on Dynamite, he went against Dante Martin for the, the AEW World Championship again. And, of course, he wins. It was a very quick match. Very well, quick match. Yeah, we all we knew what this why. was. Right. It was you know, Dante Martin's brother is back, so Top Flight will be a tag team again. Mm-hmm. But Dante Martin had won so many matches that he was at the top of the ranking. So it's right. like, get this man his title shot and just move along. Exactly. We need to just keep on keeping on. And that's what we're going to do because up next, we had my man, John Moxley, and Brian Danielson, accompanied by Regal. They are going against the Workhorsemen. And I'm so here for this tag team. I, I mean, I was saying it before when Danielson was trying to get Moxley to be his tag partner before they even started wrestling against each other, before Regal came back, which I absolutely love. I understand he had too long of a promo, but amazing that regal is here i like this tag team yeah it's a really cool tag team and having like the regal element of it and he did this whole promo it was very long it was very meandering like he didn't seem like he knew what he wanted to say yeah like he had like points but not all like he went past those points it didn't seem very well thought out it was a lot of like just reminiscing with shivani it was and then it was like brian danielson is the best he's the perfect wrestler and then it was just like, it was so much gloating about Danielson, and then it was just like, and Moxley's cool too. Like, he literally at one point turned to Mox and was like, don't worry, I'll get to you. But at this point, it had already been like seven minutes of long. just yeah. straight calling Daniel or Brian Danielson the perfect wrestler. He quoted, like, that's a quote from him. And then afterwards, when he does turn and start talking about Moxley for, I don't know, less than a minute he calls him the perfect sadistic person it's like he knew that he wanted to praise brian danielson and wanted to praise john moxley but didn't know exactly what he wanted to say about john moxley well yeah i mean we we all got the point right like this danielson is the perfect like well-rounded technician he is moxley is the perfect crazy brawler and if you have those two styles 
combined into one, like you really you aren't missing anything. Like they're right. not missing promos. They're, and like the fact that Regal apparently is doing promos for them is even, even crazier. That's crazy. Like Regal did apologize online uh, for he did go long. He did. It was a long promo, but it's William Regal. Like at one point he said, "I'm not welcomed on my own show anymore," which was a fun little. And, like, that was, like, we were, like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, good for him for putting that out there. Like, he built NXT, and he got released, and he's not allowed there anymore. So what did he do? He went and found two of his main guys who were going against each other so that later they can tag together. And he's, like, hell, yeah, I'm going to go join that. Yeah, and he just, he ends the promo with, you know, whoever steps in the ring, you're not going to like the outcome. You're either going to get stepped, you're either going to step up or you're going to get stepped on. And it was just like that was just the the overall like that's what they'll use in the video package kind of, course, of thing like that's right. your sound bite and it was that's all he really needed to get across it was just a long promo but I'm excited for these two like it's gonna oh, I'm yeah. not sure what the end game is but I'm down to see I'm down for the ride wherever it goes exactly that's that's exactly how I feel with anything with John Moxley but give me Brian Danielson in there there I'm so happy yeah I want to go back real quick to Adam Cole and Adam Page. Because after Page gets his win over Dante Martin, uh, Adam Cole comes out and like he's just he's mad, he's salty. Yeah, he of wants, course. He wants that title by any means necessary. He doesn't care that he lost. He's you know he's still going to take that title. So he basically says like go find friends. I'm going to have friends. Right. And then we'll face each other next week in three on three. Right. Which leads to like some some backstage uh, chicanery because Hangman Page goes. Uh, to the back and they're interviewing dark order and he mm-hmm. kind of just like comes up he's like hey sorry because he pushed the dark order when they were trying to help they he got a little upset at revolution and john silver being the comedy guy that he is it's like hey you know which two of us are you gonna pick to help you next week right which is the obvious question it's like you're obviously gonna pick dark order people we are your team yeah we're we your are, people we're your guys right and he like he's like are you gonna pick anna like it was very funny and then Page is like, oh, well, sorry, I, uh, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy is who I'm going to pick. They want to get their hands on the Young Bucks, which is even crazier and, like, even more of, like, the foreshadowing of what will eventually needs to be the Dark Order turning on Hangman Page. Right. Is that Adam Cole picks O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. And it was funny because during that promo where Adam Cole picked the Red Dragon over the Young Bucks – Red Dragon and the Young Bucks, the, to start that promo, are kind of, like, bickering backstage. And Adam Cole has to tell them to stop fighting and blah, blah, blah. And he's getting ready to pick two guys. And he's all excited. And before he gets to pick who he's going to pick, uh, I think it was Matt of the Young Bucks, says, let me stop you right there. I told you when it comes to Hangman, count us out. Which we've said before. He, the Young Bucks have been very, like, let Hangman do his thing. I'm not yeah, getting we're cool involved. With Hangman now. So they they straight up said that when it comes to Hangman, count us out. And Adam Cole's like, "Well, I wasn't going to pick you anyway." I was and he so you. was. He so was. He so was. He so was. And he ends up picking Red Dragon, and like that, really, like it perked my ears up because he Hangman specifically said right. the reason he picked Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. It's because they wanted to face the Young Bucks, and they're not going against the Young Bucks. So, like, do if I'm the Dark Order, I'm like, hey, 
you're not going against the younger person anymore. Which one of us are you guys going to pick now? Yeah, like where who's your new who your new two guys? And like he's still going to pick like this is I feel like it's still going to be Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. Right. And like it's just you're you're planting those those seeds. Mm-hmm. And you've already had a couple seeds planted of like Hangman does not appreciate the Dark Order. Right. And the Dark Order is just like standing this guy, just like just abuse getting abused all the time, but like they still love him. And like it's gonna it's gonna backfire somehow on Hangman. Yeah, I agree don't know with how that. yet. Uh, you know what else backfired at Revolution? Keith Lee um, during that ladder match threw Orange Cassidy really far, and we talked about this that he just threw him like a rag doll. Yep. Orange Cassidy is actually hurt from that. Of course he is. Like really hurt his shoulder from being thrown hella far, and uh, he came out in a sling. Like he should be all right. He's not the most injured wrestler this week, but he should be all right. And uh, he did come out when they had Pac versus Willie Yuta. Pac ends up winning that. It was, it was okay. It was fine. It was what you would expect. It was exactly what you'd expect. And then we also had the Andrade Hardy family office. Too much. It's such a mouthful. They had an emergency board meeting and Matt and Andrade are just not getting along. And Andrade's like, all right, let's take a vote for Matt to leave. And everybody's like, we have four people saying no, we have two people saying yes, and then Matt's like, see, my guys are, or if I reverse that, we have two people saying no, they don't want Matt to leave, and four people saying yes, they want Matt to leave, and Matt's like, see, my guys, they'll never let me leave, and blah, 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 and then he turns around back to Andrade, and Andrade's like, you should never turn your back on people, because when he did that, the other two guys then turned their vote into we are we want Matt to leave. Yeah, private so, parties, yes. they're over it. Like, Matt hasn't done anything for them. No. Like, this is the first board meeting that we've seen that wasn't in a, like, staircase hallway. Right. And, like, private party keeps taking L's, and Matt ends up getting his ass kicked. This was very reminiscent of Evolution, like, 2005. Yes. When Batista had the two contracts, he's either going to face the Raw champion or the SmackDown champion at, at WrestleMania, and... He ends up putting the thumbs down. Like, the same way the year prior, they did the thumbs down on Randy Orton to turn on him. It was just, it's all just the subtleties of what's going on. Like, Private Party had their thumbs up. Like, we're going to keep Matt. Mm -hmm. Matt turns around. Thumbs Thumbs go down. down. And then Matt starts getting his ass kicked. By all six of them. By everyone. Because Butcher and Blade are here. Everybody. Andrade's here. And you had Private Party all just beating up on poor little Matt. And then Darby and Sting come out. Because, like, you know. They're yeah. still a part of this for some reason. Like, for some reason, they're on Matt Hardy's side, and I'm not even mad about it. So, like, they come out, and they're helping him, but it's still six on three at this point. And everybody knows what's happening next. Everybody knows. We know. It didn't matter. It didn't matter that we knew. There is no bigger pop in my life than when the fucking Hardy music hit, and out comes Jeff Hardy dancing while his brother is getting beat up. Yeah. But he comes out, and, like... Everybody just went absolutely apeshit because it's, one, Jeff Hardy. Two, this means that the Hardy boys are definitely getting back together. They just of kicked. Course, yeah. They just kicked Matt out of AHFO. So he's going to get back together. The Hardy boys are here. They have the theme song. Like, yeah, that was the biggest that part. That was the biggest part. Tony Khan continues to shell out for licensed music. And they get the Hardy, the Hardy's theme song. And it's always going to elicit that same pop. Yes. And of course. you're going to have the Hardys back together, continuing to build on this tag division that we talked about last week and weeks prior, that AEW has no shortage of fantastic no. tag teams. And I don't know what the future holds for the Hardys, but it you had that stare off of 
It's like Darby Allen is living his dream, For man. For real. He gets to hang out with Sting all the time. He was the first one Steam Punk calls out on his return, and then he's just in the ring with Jeff Hardy, who is basically just him from 20 years ago. Exactly. And, like, you could, like, I love when the guys try to not fall out of character. Like, they say in character and everything, but you could just see it in his face that he was just, like, kind of like starstruck like he was just in awe of the fact that he is legitimately standing in the ring right now across from his hero and yeah. like the guy that he idolized growing up and and again he's, like and he's on his side yeah jeff hardy is here to help darby and sting defend matt and it was a very nice moment for all of them uh i love darby allen and he's really just out here just living his dream yeah, like this I mean, guy is, I just don't get, you said it, like, he was the first one to be called out by CM Punk. What a cool spot. Yeah. He just hangs out with Sting every week. Yeah. And now, like, Jeff Hardy's also part of that? Yeah, another big get for Tony Khan. We, I mean, we all knew, Jeff spoiled it, like, a few weeks ago that he was definitely going to AEW. Matt's yeah. been teasing it for weeks. But, I mean, you now have the Hardy boys back together. And they're, they're not even just in AEW. They are taking independent bookings. Like, they're doing a full-blown final independent run. I still expect them to end their careers in yeah, WWE. Yeah, I agree with that. So I don't know how long Jeff is signed for or how long Matt is, is signed for, but it's going to be a fun little, like, let's work all those teams and then have our last hurrah right. later down the road. And then we also had Swerve, another big get for Tony Khan. He God, had a backstage dude, promo. This dude, man, is such a star. It, he really is. Like, he... Tony Nese interrupts this, and then... Who is not a star. Right, and they're going to go against each other on Rampage. So, I mean, I am i don't even care. This match on Rampage, the crowd's just behind Swerve. And, like, why wouldn't you be? Why he's wouldn't so he be? cool. He's, he's got that, like, just... He's got that it factor. That right. I don't know what WWE was thinking. Like, it's one thing to let Hit Row leave. You let right. this dude get you away. You let this one go, though. And, like... like I mean, I, I hate to shit on Tony Nese because I feel like I've done it before. Yeah. But, like, he's just the guy that, like, super athletic. He's got an okay look. and But, like, nothing about him jumps off the screen to you. Yeah. Uh, but he does make for, like, he's very good at putting other guys over. And I don't know if that's, like, the career he wants necessarily. I don't know, man. Because, like, Ziggler has that career and Ziggler's hot shit. So. Yeah, but Dolph Ziggler, yeah. his real quick aside, is now yeah. your NXT world champion. And, like, has a whole different revitalization. But, like, also, Dolph Ziggler's been to the top. Right. He has He's been had to the huge top moments. He's been here for, like, 20 years. Tony Nese has accomplished very little. And now he shows people how to little. get to the top. And yeah. Tony Nese never made it to the top. Thinks he's at the top and is now getting people over. But that's fine. I mean, I'm excited to see where Swerve goes because, like I said, the crowd's behind him. We're behind him. Yeah, he's man. got it. Dude's got it. He's, he's got, got it. Look, I mean, his finish needs some work because he had that weird, like, double stomp that I don't yeah. particularly like. But, I mean, I everything else, he's got the full package. I'm kind of, like, worried when it comes to AEW, though, because we've said this before. Like, they have this dominating tag team division, probably the best tag team division in all of wrestling. Of course, yeah. And then they also have all of these guys and women. They have all these wrestlers who just have it. And, like, mm -hmm. how, how? what do you do with it when they all have it? Like, uh, the WWE yeah. doesn't know how to build people up to where they all have it, but AEW does, and now they all have it, but what do you do with that? So Like, like AEW took all the guys that WWE was yes, building up. Yes, like, All the guys that were awesome in NXT and finally were going to move up, just moved up to the other to side. To the other side. And it's crazy. And, it like, I'll crazy. tell you this. NXT is starting to heat up a little bit. 
Because yeah. they've got some real prospects that I like a lot. And maybe we'll go back to watching it on a more regular like, basis. Braun Breaker, I mean, we're going to talk about him a little bit later. We might just skip over it now that we're talking about him. But, like, that's a dude that I think will end up on the main roster very soon. Yeah. And, like, NXT is starting to heat up. We might have to start, like, really tuning in again. Yeah. Like, once this, like, I mean, there's so much wrestling already. But NXT really lost us for a while. But as soon as it's we gave that to, 2.0 a try, yeah. it wasn't working very well. But I think with Triple H being more in charge of it than, say, Vince is, he listens more to the feedback. So, like, Yeah, but he's not in charge anymore. That's a good point. But the ratings. Like, uh, the yeah, ratings I, dropped a lot, and I think yeah. that sparked something who of whoever is in charge going, hey, okay, something needs to be tweaked. The ratings weren't this bad before. No. Now it's 2.0 and the ratings are real bad. We need to fix this. And and whatever they're doing is working. It's creeping back in. So we'll see where so that the, goes. They're starting to, like, get people's attention with specific people. Like, we yes. talked, like, Nikita Lyon got yes. a lot of people's attention on Twitter for reasons. Yes. Uh, people like Tiffany Stratton, like, are creating a lot of buzz. Braun Breaker's creating a lot of buzz. You have the Creed Brothers creating a lot of buzz. And, like, that's what you need. Of course. You need to have, like, people that are going to bring you to the tv and like it sucks because every time they bring people up it feels like they shit the bed we're going to talk about somebody that we're going to talk about somebody later (laughs) that they shit the bed with But like let's let's power through with the rest of aew because we also had uh, jurassic express taking on the acclaimed who we love because the acclaimed are fun man the acclaimed are fun they're fun people they take the loss but they're still fun um and then you had Thunder Rosa takes on Layla Hirsch. Th- Thunder Rosa is going to get that that win. It's we said this last week in our Revolution show. When Thunder Rosa lost to Britt Baker, it was just like it lets all the air out of the balloon. It does. Of like we are just waiting for this takeover because Britt Baker's been champion for so long. The people have been so hot for Thunder Rosa, and she's going to get a rematch in a steel cage. What was it next week? Next week on Dynamite. On Dynamite, and like that's what we said. It's it's almost a better idea for them to do it on television right more people will see it and you're gonna have a steel cage match people so will tune less in people to see will it. be you don't have that interference garbage mm-hmm. and like hopefully thunder rosa i think gets that win next week i hope pop. so and like that needs to be the main event of dynamite as well yeah i think that would be really good uh the main event this week on dynamite though was sammy guevara versus scorpio sky for the tnt championship and Sammy still... Didn't like the match. <laughs> <laughs> Shocker. Sammy's still carrying both titles out to the ring. It's very <laughs> annoying. Um, I love me some Sammy. Really, really hate the fact that he's carrying two titles. Ty Conti, for whatever reason, when Sammy gets, like, injured on the side... Or, you know, like, injured on the side and he's, like, laying down, like, Ty Conti's here, like, oh, my God, my man, why is he here? Why is he hurt? And then Paige Van Zant is here. And she's all in her face. And then Scorpio takes advantage of the distraction, and he gets the win here. He becomes the new TNT championship, carrying one title. And yeah. then Van Zant signs her AEW contract on Ty Conti's ass. Yeah, so let's let's break this down a little bit, because Scorpio Sky's awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's been with Men of the Year, with uh, Ethan Page and Dan Lambert. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the Dan Lambert aspect of it, but Scorpio Sky's awesome. He's got a great look great charisma awesome in the ring and like he's also got a great finish but like this match was weird for a few reasons right because one sammy guevara who always has to do like his crazy thing like i'm i'm so crazy look at me i'm crazy so he sets up scorpio sky on a table outside the ring 
just a couple questions for Sammy. You're the champion. What are you doing outside of the ring? Like, what? Right. Like why couldn't you have set up the table inside of the ring? Right. Like, can he not hit? Because like, he does, like, a double front flip, like a 630 through it. Like, can you not hit that in the ring? And that's why you do yeah, it outside of the ring. Yeah, maybe he can't get high more, enough. Like, but, like, he misses. Mm-hmm. And then the entire commercial break, he's just like, oh, my ribs. My ribs hurt. And, like, Ty Connie comes out, like, oh, his ribs hurt. And then, like, they're kind of carrying him out, but then he's like, no, no, my ribs don't hurt that bad. It's just been, like, he should have been counted out, first of all, right. 10 minutes prior. Uh, and then they get him back in the ring just in time for the commercial break to come back, and Scorpio Sky ends up getting the win. And, yeah, like, Paige Van Zant comes in and knocks out Taikani, signs the contract on Taikani's ass, which was hilarious. But, like, I just, this was all so convoluted. Yeah, it was... This didn't need to be as much as it was, because it also kind of, like, took away a little bit from Scorpio Sky to me getting the title win. It's right. awesome that he is the champion. He did say on Twitter he's giving one to Dan Lambert, and he's yeah. just going to carry the one, which thank you, thank Scorpio you. Sky. But, yeah, this was all just... It, there was too many moving pieces, and it also felt like this was Cody's feud. Yeah. Like, yeah. we had the Brandy Paige Van Zant face-off. This feels like this was Cody's feud that is now being shoved onto Sammy. Yeah. Which, like, I'll watch. It'll be fine. Scorpio Sky and, and Sammy Guevara will put on fine matches. I guess Ty Connie and Paige Van Zant will go head-to-head. I've thought for years, like, as a UFC fan, that Paige Van Zant was more made out for, like, wrestling than she was fighting. And I mean, we'll see if she proves that. We'll see if she proves that. Because, I mean, I, she's got, like, the look. She's got the attitude. She's got the athleticism. And, like, she already has that, like, name value. At least right. a little bit. She doesn't have, like, the Ronda Rousey name value. But people right. know who but people Paige know who Van she Zandt is. is. Yes. And even if they don't know her name, like, I feel like they know her face. So there's there's that. Like, they know who she is. And she's got a mouthpiece because Dan Lambert can do all the talking for her. Right. And she'll get plenty of heat from that. Uh, now, we also had an in-ring promo for Jade Cargill. She has an open challenge now asking people who wants the kiss of death. I fuck hard with that. Love it. Do it every time. Every time. I'm so here for it. And then we also had Ward coming out saying he's no longer MJF's bodyguard or helping him. He's finally free. He wants to be released from the contract. I love Wardlow. I think he should talk less. And that it was a, yeah, it was a fine promo. It was a little long. Yeah, I think he got like people were like really raving about this promo online. It it felt like it was just like a typical generic face promo. It was like it was better than probably I thought it would be. Yeah, I don't think he needs to talk as much as he did because he he talked a lot about like his upbringing and like why he does. Like we don't need to hear that. You are an ass kicker. You are a yeah. Murderer. Just come out and be like, out I'm and going people. to kill you, yes. and then kill them. And I love that. Hopefully. This promo hinted towards, like, we don't need any other, like, MJF involvement with Wardlow. Right. Just have a clean break. We did not see MJF. We didn't see MJF or Punk, Punk, which was awesome. Because, like, let this all just breathe. Let Wardlow go about his his business, keep MJF off TV for a few weeks, and maybe we come back to it. But, like, let Wardlow breathe. Right. And then that brings us to Rampage, where we had Darby Allin open the show against Mark Quinn. (laughs) Sure. And, like, I thought this was like a weird match, but then I understood it once. Because yeah. it, it was a very quick match. Darby Allen wins very quickly. And then AFO comes out. We are now just Andrade family office. They're coming down the ramp. And before they even get all the way down the ramp, Hardy Boys are right behind them. Hardy Boys music hits. They're right behind them. Just their presence scares away AFO. And once again, Darby Allen just stands there staring at them and all like, holy shit, my hero just saved me. Yeah. <laughs> like, amazing. Absolutely fantastic. House of Black backstage promo, we do not know who it was about. They're, they were basically just like, they know that people have secrets, and but the House of Black know the truth. 
And they didn't specify who that was about. So we can take our guesses like, was that Pac? Was that anybody else in that little group? Or was it somebody new? Like, we do not know who that was actually about. But I love the House of Black. Yeah, they've got a very cool mystique about them. Yes. Uh, And I like the way, like, Malachi Black is always kind of speaking in, like, a very cryptic way. Right. It's very, like, Bray Wyatt-ish. Yeah. But Bray had, like, the issue of, like, it just was the same thing over and over. Of course. And he kept losing. As long as Malachi Black gets wins and starts to stack those up and, like, this whole House of Black thing, like, just don't let this guy take losses. Exactly. Right? Like, they, they, he took the loss a few uh, a couple weeks ago against Penta and Pac. Like, I just – I need to see – malachi win i need to see him win decisively and i need mm-hmm. the house of black to just be like the support system of them right i i i love it i want to see where they go i hope it does go that way and then we had mercedes versus jamie hater and the the thing that i don't like about these matches because we already talked about how brit and uh thunder rosa will have a match next week there's so much interference. I know, it's too much. With all of them. Because Rebel and, and Britt, of course, are at the are on ringside when the whole reason that Jamie wins is because Britt Hader starts just like hitting Mercedes when the ref isn't seeing that. I guess the ref was like distracted by Rebel at that point. And then Britt, Rebel, and Hader start to attack Mercedes, and then Thunder Rosa comes in and you know, like I'm excited for the cage match solely because there will not be interference. Yeah, I mean it's it it's needed. Yes. Because it, it's one thing that we always harp on with AEW because like as much as people want to say AEW is like the perfect alternative, there are some shit. There is some shit that like AEW just is. It's annoying. Like right. it's constant interference. The referees always look stupid. Like they don't right. know what's going on. And like this whole Britt Baker run with Jamie Hayter and Rebel. Like as much as I like all three of them, not maybe as much Rebel, but like free Jamie Hayter from this. Right. She's awesome. We thought months ago Hater was leaving this group. Yeah, like, she would be a great feud for Britt once Britt drops the belt. But she needs to do that soon. Of course. She needs to do it next week yes. on Dynamite and, during I mean, that cage match. Like, just get that over with. Start, like, I don't know. It. I feel like there's constant, like, it, it's a running joke at this point that there's always interference in AW matches. Referees refuse to count people out or, like, they don't pay attention, like, during tag team matches. And, like, it, there's always just, a like, a brawl right. at some point before, during, and after every mm-hmm. single match. But um, didn't have a brawl was Keith Lee and QT Marshall because Keith Lee just handled that man. Yo. In the very beginning of this match, right as the bell rings, the crowd is just chanting, bask in his glory. It's what we do when Keith Lee is around. And he's just encouraging it all, and his hands are up, and he's, like, you know, so into it. And QT Marshall just gets in his face mocking him, and the headbutt that keith lee put on this man i thought he was gonna i thought he was out yeah keith lee kills qt marshall and then i mean you had aaron solo try his damnedest to just be it was a, so cute. Just a fly on keith lee's back it was so it didn't cute work out. he just jumped right on his back and like it was like you look like a child but then starks comes out ricky starks and powerhouse hobbs come out and powerhouse hobbs gives a legit spine buster to keith yeah. lee like gets that man up like without much assistance and like i mean i'm down if yeah. we're going to do Hobbs and Lee, two beefy men just, just going at it. We have to make I'm Biggie happy. It. We have to have some yeah, big men slapping Yeah, give Biggie something to watch while he's at home. We'll oh. get to him in a minute. Because, I mean, I mean, the last thing on this really that we need to talk about is that is the Swerve and Tony Nese match. I mean, Nese we don't match. have to talk about Tony Nese, but we do have yeah. to talk about Swerve. So. Swerve gets his win, his first win in, in AEW, and the sky is the limit for that dude, uh, as we've already talked about. But, like, let's get into 
WWE's week of television. And we're going to kick it off with the fact that Braun Breaker, Tommaso Ciampa, and Dolph Ziggler fought for the NXT World Championship. And Dolph Ziggler wins. Dolph Ziggler is your NXT. Like it's so crazy. What a weird thing to say in 2022 that Dolph Ziggler is the NXT champion. And like on Raw this week, we had Braun Breaker and Champa team up against Ziggler and Rude. And first off, Breaker looks amazing in this match. He's, he looks and amazing Ziggler in general. And Ziggler does his damn just to and help that. Of course he does. He's Dolph Ziggler. This is what he does. He makes everybody look good because Dolph Ziggler is one of the best, regardless if people want to admit that or not. He is one of the best. He makes everybody look amazing. Breaker and Champa get this win, and we're like, oh, well, that's a good look going into them for this NXT title tomorrow. And then... Well, yeah, because they had a they had a match um, prior on I guess on Raw. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. They had yeah. it on Raw, and then the next day on NXT, it was Breaker versus Champa versus Ziggler, and that's when Ziggler wins. And it was like nowhere did I expect Ziggler to win that, but then also a little bit of me was like, "Yo, he's gonna go down there and win that." Yo, I've been you know? I've been saying for years like put a guy that we know down in NXT, right? Like they did it with Finn Balor, and it was awesome. Like put somebody we know that has had success on the main mm-hmm. roster back down in NXT, and like you can use them to put people over. Which of is course. fine. Like, Dolph, I thought for sure, was just going down to put over Breaker and just make him look amazing. But, like, let Dolph Ziggler go have bangers right. in NXT because we'll go watch that. Right. You need eyes on this product. And Dolph Ziggler will get some eyes on your product. Right. And, like, especially, like, you bring Dolph Ziggler to the table, people will watch, and they'll see Braun Breaker. Yes. And that's that's where you win. Because people see need to see like, this guy. Oh shit! This is what I'm missing on this show. And he, and Breaker doesn't take the pin. Ziggler pins Champa, mm-hmm. and then the rumors begin. Vince loves Braun Breaker. No shit. No shit. Look at that man. Vince loves yeah. big dudes, and Braun Breaker's a big dude, and he's generational. And he's athletic, and he's everything you could possibly like, want. His dad and his uncle were also big. Like and he's Vince like, was a big fan. He's of. the perfect combination of the two. Right. Like he he needs to be on the main roster. I think soon. Well, maybe if they bring him to the main roster, they'll change his name to Steiner, considering Ugh. they like to change names when they bring people to the main roster. Butch. Yeah, do you want to talk about it now? No, I don't want to talk about it ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, all right, yeah, let's 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 kick off Raw. Raw starts with Kevin Owens in ring promo, um, and that turned into like a, a big tag team match. Um, and this Alpha Academy the tag team titles. Yeah, Alpha Academy, RK Bro versus Seth and Kevin. RK Bro wins. Amazing match was awesome so good randy orton is just at this level where he's just loving his life Ugh, I he's love got his life so too. much intensity going on he loves riddle like he just seems revitalized he had this in-ring promo after they won that was just like everybody is talking about it it was beautiful where he was just screaming in this mic like 20 years of this and i'm having the time of my life with my best friend and like riddle's just standing behind him like oh my god oh my god he called me his best friend his best friend this (laughs) is amazing it was just so much fun to watch because there were so many different spots which we've said with tag teams before how if there's so many different storylines going on in a tag team match with or or a match with multiple tag teams you do get a lot of different 
little matches going on. And it wasn't just two people were allowed in the ring at the time. It was one from each tag team were allowed in the ring. So we did see three people in the ring at all times. And you have in this six amazing wrestlers. So of course we're going to have a good time. Like we had Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens tagging together. They're both incredible on their own. Riddle and Randy, both incredible on their own. And then of course, I mean, I know you're obsessed with Chad Gable and Otis. They both are great guys. Like this was just really good. Each each team had great spots and they all looked amazing. I have no complaints with this match at all, especially because RK-Bro won. Yeah, I think RK-Bro winning is is awesome because of, I mean, I feel like we were getting to the point where you could split them up at any given time. Yes. And be I like, like, okay, I want it, time. but I don't want it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's which is good. Because, like, you're not going to be, like, upset when it happens. You're not going to be shocked when it happens. But, right. like, you'll have, like, a mixture of the two at some point. Right. And it's interesting where this all sets them up for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Because you now are your tag team champions. But they lost last week to the Street Profits. Mm-hmm. And, what, and we didn't talk about this, but, like, there was a botch last week. Yeah. Like, Montez that's how Ford we, botches they a should not massive frog splash. Yeah. And, like, they just kind of go to a quick finish. Randy couldn't quite get his foot on the rope. It was very weird. But the Street Profits beat RK-Bro. And then you come into this week, and RK-Bro wins the championship. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm thinking... You can have a triple threat tag team match at WrestleMania to do like Street Profits, RK Bro, and get the Alpha Academy back in there. So that way you get all three of those teams. And there's already like multi tag team matches going on right. at WrestleMania. You have the women doing it as well. Um, but like you have to get all three of those teams on the card. Right. And then we need to because right now the Alpha Academy doesn't have anything happening for Mania. RK Bro are the tag team champion, so they're going to have a match at Mania. Kevin Owens has something lined up with. Uh, Stone Cold, and then what's Seth doing? Yeah, I mean, we can talk about it now. Yeah. Kevin Owens ended this night by calling out officially, officially calling out Stone Cold Steve Austin in a long promo, just shitting on Texas. Said he could have called out JBL. JBL is irrelevant. Could have called out Booker T. Booker T is irrelevant. Could have called out Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels doesn't deserve his energy because he's a Canadian. Like, ugh. And, Don't ever call Shawn Michaels irrelevant. And then he goes and he just challenges Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin goes online, posts like this, just this awesome promo yeah. of like, I mean, the guy, it doesn't matter what age he is. He just has that intensity and that look in his eye that like, he's got, he's that old man that's going to whoop your ass. Right. Like when Goldberg comes back and we're like, Ugh, Goldberg is coming back. Like, great. I hope he doesn't get hurt. When Stone Cold's coming back, I'm like, oh my God, I hope Stone Cold doesn't hurt the person he's coming back. Like, who's, like he's wrestling. Yeah, you Stone know? Cold says in that promo, like he doesn't care if it's like an interview because it's, it's just an invitation to the ko show right right but like stone cold says like he doesn't care if it's a match if it's a brawl what it is he's gonna get his hands on kevin owens yeah so like this can go a bunch of different ways i'm excited for where, it. like maybe it's just the ko show mm-hmm. right and then we get like a, stun- a stone cold stunner drink some beers we all go home happy or maybe it turns into like night one it's the ko show night two an actual like it like altercation between the two right which would be a whole different level of like that's fucking cool Right, I'm very excited to see where that goes. And then you have, like, back to, like, what we were talking about earlier, where, like, RK-Bro and Alpha Academy don't have anything. You can p- match them up pretty easy. Exactly. Seth Rollins, your odd man out. Seth Rollins has nothing, nothing set up for WrestleMania right now. Nothing. But there is another guy mm-hmm. that also doesn't have anything for WrestleMania, but also right. doesn't have, to, like, a contract anywhere like at we're, this given we're on time. on the road yeah, WrestleMania. like something, something Cody Rhodes. Right. Where, where is Cody Rhodes? Right. Like it's a, we are we'll running, see. 
we are running out of road to WrestleMania. Oh, right. And, like, we're going to be in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Raw's going to be in Jacksonville. That's AEW country. Right. That's where AEW announced that it was going to be a thing. That is Daly's Palace. That is mm-hmm. the Jaguars, you know, that's Tony Khan's, like, life. Exactly. That is the perfect place to debut Cody Rhodes if you're going to debut Cody Rhodes for a WrestleMania match. I think this is where to do it. I think this would be the perfect place for it. A little bit of me was thinking that if Cody comes, he's not going to come until after Mania. But the fact that Seth doesn't have any... Yeah, my that's, thing your, was, like, that's your red herring of yes. like, it has to... They have to have some idea of if Cody is coming, it's Seth. Right. If Cody's not coming, I don't know what your backup plan can even be for Seth. I don't know, but I think that if Cody's not coming for Mania, it would be he would be popping up like the week after Mania when Roman inevitably wins and then goes, I've beaten everybody, I've unified these titles, I'm the best of the That's best, the there's coolest nobody timeline. else for me, and then Rody or Rody Cody <laughs> Rody Codes. Rody Codes. Cody Rhodes comes in and goes, Well, you haven't beat me. Like this, and you know, so I think like I went that, and started my own fucking company, right. and now I'm back to take yeah. your time. Like that's the coolest I think that timeline. Would be very cool, but the fact that we don't have anybody for Seth Rollins is very confusing. I think we can still make that happen. Have Cody come in this week at Raw. Have Cody line up this match against Seth Rollins. Have him beat Seth Rollins, and then and start then the Roman Reigns. Start the Roman yeah. Reigns feud. I think it could all work out. It would be absolutely fantastic. I, I don't know, man. I'm ready for Cody Rhodes to be here, though there are a lot of like, he's not going, he's not going, he's doing this, he's doing, like, who cares? I, I'm ready for it. Yeah, like, we're doing a lot of like, just kind of, you're putting your toe in the water of like, is it, is yeah. it happening? Is it is happening? It... Is it not happening? But like, as you said, I think the coolest timeline is Roman wins WrestleMania and then Cody Rhodes comes out and challenges him. Right. And like, Cody's not going to win that match. No. But it'd be cool. Like, it'd the, be cool. The, the promos and like, the realness of it could mm-hmm. be very interesting. I think you have Seth come out on Raw and, like, be dejected. Because, like, last week on Raw, backstage, after they uh, Seth and Kevin lose, like, they're both just, like, silent. And right. Kevin comes out and challenges Stone Cold. So he's got his yeah, WrestleMania match set up. Yeah, he has something figured out. They keep saying, that, like, Seth Rollins doesn't have anything set up for WrestleMania. So mm-hmm. you have Seth come out and be like, listen, I'm not sitting out WrestleMania. I am WrestleMania. I right. have, like, the coolest moments in WrestleMania history. Last week, the moment that we all talked about with Cesaro spinning me around. Mm-hmm. Like, Seth Rollins needs to be on WrestleMania. He needs an opponent. Yeah. And then just, I mean, Vince, please just just get the song. Get the, pay for it, please. Pay for, pay for Kingdom. Let Downstate back into your homes. Pay for the song. Bring Cody Rhodes out. Because you're going to get, this is the place that you're going to get the biggest pop, I Of think. course. This would be the only place that you're going to get this huge and if pop you're, because and if you're not AEW. Doing, yeah, and if yeah. you're not doing it this week, just fuck it. Yeah. And, and find something for Seth to do. I don't care if it's like, give him Braun Breaker. Give him somebody something. to like put on a cool match because you're running out of opponents for Seth now. Right. Because I mean, Finn he, would it's be not a cool Kevin. Match. Yeah, but I think Finn and and Damian Priest. Yeah, I hate like, that. You, you don't want you don't want Finn at because Finn is your United States champion. Yeah. You don't want him versus Seth. I feel like that's like a a step down. Seth for versus Seth. Seth versus Finn would be cool, but for the United States title, would yeah, not it be wouldn't. Cool. Yeah, but then we also had Edge come out. Like, last week, he, or two weeks ago, he challenged, had an open challenge. Last week, AJ accepted the open challenge, and Edge beat the shit out of him. So, Edge comes out to do an in-ring promo. Weirdest blue lighting I've ever seen. (laughs) This shit was weird. No music. 
in a suit like it was very weird he explains why he attacked aj and then just said this is the real edge and he feels more con- in control now more than ever i hated it um i love edge i love edge yeah this I just, one just this didn't promo just like didn't go over with me no, for some reason and I, I, I honestly it's so petty but i really think i was just stuck on the lighting yeah the lighting was very like, it bizarre was, like, hurting my head like, I get that, like, we're going into full full tilt heel edge. Yes. Which, but, okay, like, I'm here for. I want that. Like, give me the rated R superstar. Don't give me, like, this weird lighting. Yeah. Like, uh, like I'm in a suit now. Like, what edge is this? What edge is that? Like, I, that's the I real get, like, edge? No, it's not. No, like, I get, like, you're reinventing yourself. And, like, that's really cool. It's awesome. Your promo work is fantastic. But, like, this, I don't know. This this felt like a miss for me. Yeah, I agree with that. It was very weird. Um, Back on the topic of Finn Balor, though, we had him versus Austin Theory this week. This was Raw's main event. And it was a really good match because it just highlighted a lot of great moves that Austin and, and Finn both have. And they worked really well with each other. But it ended in a disqualification because Damian Priest had to get involved and attack Finn. And I'm over Damian Priest. Yeah, I mean, as soon as they announced this match, my first thought was no guy can lose. Right. Like right. Austin Theory can't afford to lose because nope. he's going to be facing yep. Pat McAfee. And Finn can't afford to lose because he's the United States yeah, champion. Yeah, he's, cha- he's a so, champion. Like, Damian Priest needed to interfere. He does. And I mean, that's definitely the match at WrestleMania. You'll have Finn versus Damian right. Priest. It'll be fine. Finn will be have an awesome entrance at, in that in um, Cowboy does. Stadium. And yeah, I mean, it is it is what it is. I'm more excited for what Theory's doing on the other show. Yeah, I agree with that. The other things that are kind of noteworthy for Raw is the fact that Rhea keeps getting bounced from tag team to tag team, and I hate that. She is tagging with Liv Morgan right now. Rhea can do so much on her own. It's so annoying that she's in a tag team. I am ready to see Omos uh, in real matches, not squash matches. Yeah, they kind of had like a Omos just killed Apollo, which, I mean, what happened to Apollo Crews? Good God. Right, I know. Uh, oh, um, like, they had him in a standoff with Commander Aziz, which was, like, cool. I guess you're going to have those two. But, like, just, I'm That's going to be for... a shit match if they do that. Right, and I'm just ready. Like, Omos has potential and more potential than squash matches. So I don't know if he does. Like, I like Omos a lot, but I right now he he's just does, very, but, like, he's raw. stuck in that, like... Yeah. Like, they're not giving him more because they're like, oh, he might be too raw for this. But like, He needs a mouthpiece, man. He, he needs Malcolm Bivens. He yes, needs somebody something. very small, which is going to be easy right. next to him, to be his mouthpiece. I agree with and that. And control this, like, monster. Right. Uh, we have the dumb stuff that's happening between Dana Brooke and Tamina, Tazawa, and Reggie. I don't know. I don't care. Okay. Uh, the Miz is here. He introduces Logan Paul in an awful promo. And that's really all that happens. I don't care about Logan Paul. They're tagging up at nope, that mania don't care about it moving on to smackdown where we have one of the funniest scenes on television history it's <laughs> me right now where brock lesnar opens the show calls out roman reigns because roman dunn screwed up and now brock wants his blood which is horrifying i am genuinely petrified of this man and the fact that he's out here screaming that he wants somebody's blood i'd be hiding under a rock yeah it was terrifying and then paul Heyman has the balls the to, to come man. out and just be like, yeah, Roman's not here. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. And then, you know, which is such a dumb thing to say. Like, hey, the guy I represent's not yeah, here. My protector. You want his here. blood? Mm-hmm. And then Brock's like, okay, I'll just, I'll come get your fucking. Yeah, blood. I don't he's care. like, if Roman's not here, who's here to protect you, Paul? And then Paul Heyman. And then the chase begins. Runs away, and this is hilarious to me. Like seeing Paul run, and then Brock 
it is just a beast, like literally just a beast, just takes off after him. And if it weren't for the security and things just kind of getting in Brock's way, he would have caught up to Paul Heyman. Of Shout course. out security guys. Those guys got yes, wrecked. They did. They did. And uh, Paul Heyman jumps into a car and gets away. I'll watch Paul Heyman run for a full hour. It of was Raw or SmackDown, so put funny. him on NXT and watch him run. I don't, watch it, it all day. It was so, so much fun. I was so happy that that's how they opened the show because it was just like, a, <laughs> all right, this is fun. Let's watch this. It was just like a penguin running away from a polar bear. Right. I was like, I'll watch right. it. I hope the polar bear doesn't get the penguin, but like I'll watch them run against yes, each other all the time. It was a lot of fun. Uh, and then we went into something that immediately pissed me off, which was Seamus and Ridge Holland Ugh. are backstage and they're saying they have like sledgehammers for whatever reason. And they're <laughs> saying that they brought someone that they've known for a very long time who is stronger than their two sledgehammers. And we as the universe might know him as a different name, but they know him as his nickname, Butch. And we're like, all right, who fucks Butch? And then out walks Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn. This moment of silence for Pete Dunn just like what the tits fuck this <laughs> like i was so so annoyed and i'm trying man bro Even this guy's doing notes... like a peaky blinders cosplay with like overalls and a wife beater look like he just came out of like an irish like pub what are we doing in my notes i even tried like i wrote like butch's ringside and it's wrong it feels wrong pete dunn is ringside yeah he looks like an english newspaper boy like i just i'm so disappointed i hope that they're not going to like I don't know. I no, just, that's it. That's it. He's Butch. He's Butch. He's Butch. And, and it's garbage. It's stupid. I hope that they just, like, elevate him, though. Like, elevate him as, like, Pete Dunn I mean, they made him so... look like a badass, but, like, that's yes. not hard. He could have been a badass Pete as Pete Dunn. Right. Right. Why exactly. Does Ridge, why does Ridge Holland, who was Pete Dunn's lackey mm-hmm. in NXT, why does Ridge Holland keep to, get to keep his name? Right. And Pete Dunn comes up, and he's Butch now? Like, he's Ridge's like lackey like it, it all made no sense he did look like a killer the way like he attacked guys but like again pete dunn is awesome but like we know who pete dunn is it's the exactly. same thing it's the same problem we had with the dewdrop bullshit yes of, like we know who piper niven is right we know we know who walter is right why oh, are we changing God, his name to Gunther? like why do, why are we changing names of people that we like have a history like pete dunn was in nxt for years yes. held championships in nxt for years what are we doing? Why are we changing? Like, Butch? Earlier when I said this, like, Braun Breaker can can be pulled up, and we can change his name. He can be a Steiner because Watch, he that's is the, that's a Steiner. That's the name Steiner. he won't change. That's right. the name that won't right. change. Right, I know. That's exactly what's going to happen. He's going to keep him. Yeah, he's going to just drop it. He's going to just be either Breaker or just Braun. And, like, it's not... I don't know. It's not okay. I'm annoyed by it. But, you know, Butch. Pete Dunn helps Sheamus and Holland get this win. Uh... It was a cool match until we until certain things happened. Like Big E, oh God, it makes me sad. Big E got hurt after a suplex in this match from Holland. It was on the outside of the ring. He over the head suplex. Big E lands on his head. And a few weeks ago, you heard us just absolutely going crazy about the fact that this happened to Mad Cat Moss, and it was insane that Mad Cat Moss did not get injured. Big E wasn't as lucky. Uh, Big E was stretchered out. And then later, Biggie reported that he legitimately broke his neck. Yeah, and he it's it's insane how positive of a person. Like the power of positivity thing is not a gimmick. It's with not Biggie. a gimmick. This dude went on Instagram and Twitter and was just like, 
oh god it's like i'm total i'm good i can move my fingers yeah, he's like, like i can move my digits and he's but, wiggling his face like, he's like also a joke of yeah it. like my neck is broken right and, and then like, like the next morning he's like you know i appreciate you guys like thanks for like all the love like i did break my neck i don't need surgery which is awesome yes he doesn't need surgery like i'll just wear like the neck brace for however long but like just the outpouring of love from like if you go on his twitter you will see responses to his tweet from every, every wrestler from every company you could even imagine i know it's like beautiful you, you can't even run down the list of all the people no. that tweeted at him and like that's just like the calling card of somebody that is respected that is loved that wwe could still take advantage of as just the biggest baby face in the world if he's allowed to wrestle again there are rumors around this saying that like well, doctors course. saying that he will not be able to wrestle again now it's too I'll early. Wait, I'll wait till I hear that from Biggie. Right. It's definitely too early to say that. Uh, we've had plenty of people with neck injuries come back. Plenty of people who had neck surgery come back. He is very lucky that he's not going to need surgery. This man is a legitimate superhero, like superhuman. He is so positive. It's a little bit annoying that he's more worried about us. Like I just, I know it's. Wild. I just want to like hug him and just be like, thank you for caring about us, <laughs> even yeah. though like. Your neck is legitimately broken. And he's, like, joking. Like, if you could break your neck anywhere, I totally recommend breaking your neck in Birmingham. All these people have been great. Like, uh, this man is just an absolute angel baby on earth. And I'm happy that it wasn't a more serious injury. But wish him nothing but a speedy recovery. WWE writers, take this time while Biggie is gone. Right. Take this time to write just the best possible arc. Mm-hmm. That you possibly could to elevate Big E to be the number one baby face in your company. Because there's no reason why he's already not. Right. This dude is loved by everyone. Every single person. It is person. not hard to Both, make everyone love him. Right. Both fan base and wrestlers. Yes. This man is loved by every single person that has ever met him. Ever. Like, when he is able to come back, he needs to be elevated like I, he did win the WWE championship fine but even he acknowledges that run was not the what it could have been right and like he just i mean it you don't deserve anything you earn everything but like this dude fucking deserves he's he's earned it he's, he's earned it yes. and he deserves to be at that level i agree with that okay so this that was something that was just heartbreaking it was very sad to watch it was very hard to watch uh it was even harder when he's the one that i'm happy he's the one that announced it but it was it was hard to watch i'm like a mess about it but on a lighter note the Sami Zayn johnny knoxville feud is absolutely fantastic reached another level it reached an, a whole nother level uh, i forget what sammy did to start this with knoxville well, Sami Zayn somehow got johnny knoxville's number right and just started just harassing up him. his phone right that's right so then knoxville in return just did such a jackass thing to do and paid for one of those planes that have the signs attached to it and put Sami Zayn's number on the sign and said, call Sami Zayn. And then tweeted it out with the number. Tweeted it out with the number. WWE reposted it with the number. Sami Zayn is backstage, absolutely furious. Furious that now we're seeing it again on Raw. He's like, that's my number. Like, the amount... I would just go on Sami's Twitter, Instagram, all of them, because he's still commenting about it. Wait, he, he has like 20,000 missed calls. Missed calls. He's been doing uh, FaceTimes with kids, and he's like, please, kid, I want to go to sleep. 
sleep. Like uh, these are uh, yeah, they're playing it so well, so well. It's so good. But Sammy goes against Ricochet for the Intercontinental Championship again. I don't even care about this match. Ricochet retains. The thing that was great in this match was for some whatever reason, Austin Theory was ringside. He was sitting by the announce table. And then all of a sudden, he gets up and attacks McAfee again, slapping him across the face. But this time, McAfee just leaps. Straight spider monkeys right onto him. Right onto him. Over that table, right on him. They start going out of it. And Michael Cole... It's just like, Pat, Pat, no, come on, man, don't let like, him get in your head. must have said like, Pat a hundred times. times. Like, it was, that was great. I'm excited for that match for Mania. I'm not excited for Ronda and Charlotte for Mania. I just don't care. No, they're trying their damnedest to make us care. And, it's, and I it's just, just don't. So, they had this uh, promo in the ring. And Ronda, smiley as ever, talking about how she's going to make Charlotte tap again. Charlotte's like, you never made me tap, which is technically true because it wasn't a match. It was just like, you know, a a random thing. And then Charlotte's like, no, I'm going to make you tap. Ronda's like, I'm going to make you tap. And it's just like, it's just like two sisters bickering about who's going to make each other tap. Right. And then they end the night with the straight-to-DVD sequel. I know. (laughs) Of the, like, same backstage brawl they had a few years ago. Yeah. When it was Becky versus Ronda versus Charlotte in the main event of WrestleMania, they had a backstage brawl. Cops got involved. They're kicking out windows. It was just awesome comedy nonsense wrestling, right? And, like, people remember that. Mm-hmm. And then they did the same shit here, but they did it without the main character from the last one. It was so dumb. Y'all did a sequel to a cool movie without the main character. Yeah. We're missing Becky in this. We do not care Don't about care. Charlotte and Ronda. They're trying to, I get that they're trying to make us care, and, I, and that's fine. Oh, and they're doing their the job. most to make us care, and it's just making me care less, which is a the shame. Pro- and that just yes. might be a me thing. No, it's like, it's it's exactly the problem. They're right. shoving it down our throats like this is going to be the main event of night one. You guys need to get over it. And it doesn't need to be because it should be Becky It should and be Bianca. Becky It and should Bianca. be the one that won the main event th- a few years ago between mm-hmm. the three girls, Becky, Charlotte, and Ronda. Yeah. Becky won. And then the main event winner of last year's. Yeah, those Which was two. Bianca. Like the two women that have won the two women main events at WrestleMania should main event again. But I'll tell you what, people who aren't like diehard wrestling fans do kind of care about this. Like... I love the fact that my dad texts me about wrestling stuff. Like, he's not, he don't care about wrestling, but sometimes it's on, he watches it. And he's texting me all Friday night about how badass Ronda Rousey is. And the whole time, I'm just like, nah. Nah. Like, no. It's like, that's the thing. It's like, it's like, do you pander more towards, like, the casual person that's going to check in every once in a while? And for this, they do. Or do you pander more towards, like, the actual hardcore fan? Which is why, like, WrestleMania has, like, your celebrity matches. Of course. You have three of them this year. Mm -hmm. Which is fine. But like, I'm honestly excited for all three of them. Like so it's WrestleMania fine. is the one for like we want as many people. Exactly. SummerSlam is like the one where it's like, all right, we'll give you guys what you want. You yes. can have it at SummerSlam. Right. Like this, I get that WrestleMania, you try to draw the biggest audience as you can, but like you can have Ronda and Charlotte and not have it be the main event. Those exactly. people will still watch it either way. Exactly. It's almost better that it's not the main event because like they'll maybe they'll stick around and watch the other shit. Right. Right. I mean, and that's exactly what they're looking for. And Ronda's the household name that everybody knows, so that's who they're going to pander towards. I don't care about Ronda. We can just move on. There were other things that happened on Raw yeah, before the, we the get... Yeah, the wasting of Sasha Banks. Yes. Sasha and Naomi are, are tagging again. And, like, they're going to be in this uh, triple threat women's tag team match at WrestleMania with Carmella and Zelina Vega, who 
Guess what, guys? They're the women's tag yeah, team champions. Yeah, they're still women's champions. Uh, and then you'll have Rhea and Liv. You'll have Sasha and Naomi. And then maybe maybe somebody else. Who cares? Right. And then we had Boogs and Shinsuke win against the Usos. Again, not Rick really. Rick Boogs is a... Tr- national oh treasure. Oh, my God. Just, uh, that's going man... to be a cool match. This dude pressed an Uso... 10 times the, the crowd is he chanting did, like, for it he did a lunge with them like this dude is a superhuman athlete it's actually disgusting push how him to the moon is. give shinsuke and boogs the titles at wrestlemania i'm in yeah right and then uh, drew mcintyre being wasted even though he stands tall it was annoying there's no real match with him so on to the road to wrestlemania april 2nd and april 3rd we are going to see just the most we have a roman reigns versus brock lesnar we are going to unify the universal title and the wwe title we have charlotte flair versus ronda rousey for the smackdown women's title we have bianca belair versus becky lynch for the raw women's title we have that tag team match that we were just saying with naomi and sasha versus carmella and zelina versus Liv and Rhea, and maybe others who knows maybe others we also have the Usos versus Shinsuke and Boogs for the SmackDown Tag Team title. Please give it to Shinsuke and Boogs. AJ and uh, Edge, that's not for anything except our entertainment. Yeah, it's going to be great. Then we have a few of the like celebrity matches. We have Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville. Austin Theory versus Pat McAfee. The Miz and Logan Paul versus the Mysterios. They're going to be fun. Um, I did just say that I was excited for all the matches with the celebrities, but I keep forgetting getting that logan paul is one of the celebrities yeah. i don't care about that i'm not excited about that uh we have the best bathroom break in drew mcintyre and happy corbin and then we will also see stone cold steve austin on the ko show and please turn this into a match yeah we have a lot already set up for wrestlemania that's right. not including you know others that still don't have a dance partner yet like seth rollins that we talked mm-hmm. about earlier but i mean we're gonna have a whole show dedicated to what will eventually be the full uh, wrestlemania card once we have it Right, right. When, and then it's WrestleMania, man. We love Mania. Everybody loves Mania. We'll have a lot to talk about once we get closer to that. We will have a all-Mania episode. Uh, again, we just have to say just a speedy recovery to Big E. We also have to say a speedy recovery to Scott Hall. He unfortunately broke his hip a few weeks ago, and then the other day he suffered three heart attacks and is currently on life support and pull through razor because what the hell you know just here's hoping that all of these guys are just okay and a speedy recovery to all of them please make sure to follow us everywhere at he book she book and review and subscribe wherever you get your podcast thanks for listening guys